0: There is no combination of words that I could put on a postcard. No song that I could sing, but I could Jack try
1: Johnson always sounds good. Yeah,
0: a, he does. Welcome to way. life, karma.
1: It does feel good.
0: It does. It's, it's been does. too long.
1: We've been absent for a couple of weeks because we've been all over the world. Mm. Traveling to very. Nice places where Jack Johnson sounds very good in yes. the car.
0: Yes. I was in the Caribbean and you were in Hawaii. Yes. <laughs> I did not want to come home Oh to my to like, gosh. I did like not. massive oh. snow and freezing weather. And, you know, it was like 65 to 72 degrees every day. Beautiful, yeah. It was absolutely beautiful. It was like 80 in Hawaii. Oh, wow. So it's warmer. Yeah. Oh I just went to Maui. It was amazing. Maui's great. God, Cancun though. Mm. I don't was, know. There's been good about both. Yeah. Cancun was sick. I took my daughter for a week.
1: We just hung out. Yeah. How old is Hannah again? She's 13, turning 14 next it's week. Just so everybody knows the Sam sends me these pictures of Hannah, like on the beach. Oh, and <laughs> my wife is like, Oh my gosh, she is beautiful. I was like, yeah, Sam's going to have some trouble. Yeah. Yeah. We're having trouble. <laughs> it's like, good grief. Well, I'm so glad I only have
0: sons. Yeah. It's a whole, it's a whole new, uh, a strategic plan when you have uh when you have little girls
1: i was just so glad i don't have a son hannah's age so that you and i have to fight about like right. dating and all that kind of crap exactly oh my so that's, gosh like, that's for other neighbors that Ooh. i'll tell you hawaii was nice you know some people don't like to like snorkel and i'm like what well, that makes no sense to me but the snorkeling kind of sucked i'm gonna be honest you know yeah hannah and i went to this place called shell which is a natural park you know we
0: hiked for i don't know four or five miles then we snorkeled for about a mile and a half. Jeez! And I was like, by the time that I was done, I was completely spent. I'm like, good grief, I was tired.
1: With or without fins? Oh no, we had fins. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh! Oh, I had I fins, say.
0: and that was fun. We had a blast, and Hannah just kicked my ass. I finally just turned on my back and went backwards because I was I was a lot faster doing <laughs> on my back than on my than
1: trying to snorkel. Oh my gosh! And she was just fine. Oh, she was like a fish. Oh, of course she was. She loved it. I hate it when all those young people have all that energy. She has a lot of energy. Uh, but yes. Good. good so as we're tr- sorry recalibra- about
0: that. Yeah, it was a recalibration time. So yeah,
1: we, uh, we all meditated, I think, on our vacations and hopefully came up with some good ideas for the next year.
0: Yes, I definitely had some good ideas. Actually, we had some very good. You had some brilliant ideas. Right, well, we'll find out. About, well, we'll
1: find out. Yes, we will. But the spring drop is coming up very soon. We should have 15 to 20 designs ready to go. I can't tell you the hell that we have been through with our machines. Yes, we've had the... Uh, it's, mm. Our machines have been an obstacle. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to kill you, Scooter. If you listen to this, you're dead. Yes. I don't even know how else to say it. Regular maintenance is important. <laughs> in a marriage
0: and, and for machines. In relationships and machines. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. But, oh, but thank goodness. Jen is like a, Jen's amazing. A tenacious, tenacious person. So yeah, it's beautiful. Well, thank you, Jen.
1: If yes. I don't think thank Jen will you. ever listen, but thank you, Jen. Thank you, Jen. We appreciate it. You know, jeez. I can't, anyways, I don't even want to talk about it, to be honest with you. It's like, yeah, I get fired up and then work's been crazy. I'm sure everyone's so, works crazy as always, but well, when you when you go off
0: for you know, a bit and you come back, it's, you, you inherit craziness. Cause you know, you're back at it.
1: Can I just, I got to tell you something that happened yesterday <clears throat> before we get too much further in this. So I was representing one of my clients and we were in court and there was a case before us that was going and it was a guy being sentenced for the worst freaking crime you can think of, not murder. We're talking child sex abuse. Oh, good grief! And it got ten times worse because um the mother and father who adopted her came and gave a speech at sentencing and told all the details. Oh, good lord! And then they had the girl there. It was maybe nine, ten. Oh, and she gave a like a statement to the judge. And there's, a, I wanted to throw up. Literally, wanted oh. to lean over and throw up. In court. And and it's, it, you don't, you, you, really don't know how bad society has gotten until you go sit through one of those. Well, you know, what, what
0: people don't understand is that, that trauma of that child and that family, uh, that trauma will be felt for eons, years, oh, yeah. as long as that person is alive that trauma will be housed in their, in their, in their body. And, uh, just goes on forever. I mean, it just, it's the intergenerational kind of, I'm not saying the right word. I'll no, I, I know what out. you're saying
1: though. I mean, it, it just has a lasting effect even on generations. It's just, and it was in her family too. So it wasn't just, you know, some neighbor person or this, it was in her family. And so, I mean, just the way her new mother was talking about things that happened at school and how she acts out and the things she does and the things she tells the other kids, like she's going to be looked at and put in a box you know, and even separate more because children don't know how to deal with another child that has dealt with that. Right. Well, the way
0: children, um, the way children deal with that kind of trauma and sexual abuse is they act it out. Yes. So they, they, they cannot, they don't have their cognition and brain fully developed. So they, the only way for them to get relief of it is to act it out. And it's, it's one of the great, um, unspeakable things that happen to children. And, you know, a lot of times, you know, I've heard of people that have tragedies in their lives like these kinds of things. What happens is they conclude that, um, that there's no God because, yeah. because these terrible things happen. And what do you think of that? Do you think Oof. like this idea that um, when bad things happen to good people or young, sweet, innocent children, that that gives the
1: existence, that that bears witness that there's no creator, no divinity, no God? Well, the first thing that always comes to my mind when I hear people say that is that child has suffered so much that, number one, I can't blame them for thinking that, number two, They're not mentally healthy anymore. So even unless they go through a lot of therapy and and, and whatnot and be healed, and I know I say that lightly, but it's something that I know would take 10s, 50, 60. I don't know how long it takes for everybody. But to think that way, I get it, I guess. But they're not, how do I put this? uh they're not thinking clearly, though, either, because if that abuse that happens to them, it's internal. It changes their chemical makeup. It changes their way their brains think, changes everything in their heads. So I don't, and I can't even imagine what that's like, but you'd feel very alone. You wouldn't feel like anybody's with you. You wouldn't feel like a God is there for you. Yeah.
0: You feel abandoned. I was abused sexually as a kid. I know how it feels, and it, it doesn't feel good. And, uh, but, but because people do bad things because they have the free agency or free will to do bad things, that doesn't mean that God doesn't exist. Right. It just means that, you know, sometimes you go through a shit storm. Yeah. You know, and, uh, bad things happen to good people every day. And, uh um, you know, I read this book recently that I absolutely love. Um, it's by Ryan holiday. It's called, uh, the obstacle is the way it's, um, it's subtitle is The Timeless Art of Turning Trials into Triumph. And it really brings up the, the topic of Stoicism, Stoicism. You know, this idea of, and, and one of the first people he quotes that Ryan quotes is Marcus Aurelius, who's the, who's been total, who's been, um, who's been, it's been suggested by historians that he was the last great emperor of Rome.
1: And I, I was actually looking at this book, before he was born in, uh, I think, 121 AD and so that's after caesar
0: right so after caesar after
1: a lot of craziness actually in rome but yeah i mean oh so here's the quote here's there's two quotes and i wanted to go over the first one and and it says what stands in the way is the way what does that mean to you sam what stands in the way is the way so uh
0: so i have a i have a saying that's pretty much like this um that i use all the time when i speak in public I say the harder things get, the better you can get.
1: Oh, well, isn't that true? Yeah. But, but how many people try to go around the hard things or is this a, what stands in the way? I think too much, at least what comes to my mind is we don't go through it. We don't go deal with it. We go around it.
0: Right. You try to avoid it. That's the natural. Right. See, the natural thing when there's barriers or obstacles is you try to avoid them. The challenge with that is when those barriers or obstacles are so grandiose, so big, so large, you can't go around them. Right. You have to figure figure out a different way to draw energy and power from them, so that you can um, you can gain the wisdom and experience to turn that into a something that's productive. This is one of the hardest things we experience as mortal human beings: is when a bad things ha- when a bad thing happens to you. How do you take that bad thing and turn it into wh- a good thing? Like you know, you see people do this all the time. So um, you know, I was raised in the fringes of the mob and motorcycle gang members and hell and unspeakable abuse and you know, 10, 10 years ago, I started a nonprofit based on a best-selling book I wrote called My Orange Duffel Bag. And you know, we've helped thousands of kids that are underprivileged and at risk get their high school diplomas, go on to post-secondary education in college. And, and, um, and I speak to, I'm a youth advocate, and I speak to youth and kids at risk all the time, work in prisons. And I've used those experiences to try to help others. Um, and it's healed me. The thing, the mm. cool thing is, is, you know, I'm not this altruistic dude that just, mm. you know, just full of goodness. I think I, I go out there and I want to help others because I understand their suffering. But in the end, the byproduct is my own healing. That's the, True. that's the, that's the that's thing a I weird didn't, thing. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't expect that.
1: Like, no. I didn't expect that. Well, at all. How could you, how could you, how could you expect that helping others would heal you? I mean, in the logical scheme of things, that makes <clears> zero <throat> sense. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't make no. sense. So the way, what stands in the way is the way. Can I tell you one thing that does not apply to? Sure, please. High school dating. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's totally true. That's totally true. Is,
1: For all y'all don't know, I have a 16-year-old brother, and I just watched him go through going to a dance. Oh, my gosh. And the best part about all of it was my mom found out she was 15 the night before they were going to dance. So she was young? She was young. So what stands in the way sometimes is not the way. It's true with high school dating, <laughs> that's so true. But oh my gosh, yeah. so he was snug, you know, he stayed at my house this weekend while we were gone for a soccer tournament. Weird, and he was snuggling downstairs with this little 15 year old girl, that he's going to dance with. And Drake is upstairs snapping photos oh my <laughs> over and over. Dan, look at this, look at this, Dan. Oh my gosh, they're snuggling. Oh my, that's hilarious! Oh my gosh anyways, it was freaking hilarious, so yeah, that does not apply to high school that's, that's super funny
0: i don't think it yeah. I don't think it applies to um Mm-mm. newborns either so <laughs> since our last podcast um I've become a grandfather and Bo, who is not beau who is not on this podcast tonight he um he became a father to to little Mac McRae beaumont bracken Great he name. was twenty one inches long and six pounds he's a skinny little fetcher, but he sure is a beautiful
1: yeah, he's baby. gonna get big soon. I bet.
0: I'm sure he will. His father's mm. big and his mother's tall, and yep. Little Mac, little Mac has been brought into Lil the Mac. world, and uh, all the ladies in our family have just, just clamored and just yeah. completely become uh, like completely out of their minds with happiness. And when I hold little Mac, I love little Mac, but I'm like, I don't have the same connection to little mm-hmm. Mac that I did with my own kids. No, nope. because little Mac is not my own kid. Little Lil- Mac is my grandson. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure that when little Mac can goo and God respond to me. Well, we're going to build a great relationship. But right now I feel like I'm just holding the foreign entity, right? It's, it's the weird because thing. only
1: like 12 and percent of him is your blood. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. You know, that's the way I always told Emily that, Hey, we can't have another baby until this baby can walk and talk and tell me what is wrong. Because I don't have, I didn't grow this baby inside of me. Right, right, right. So I'm not going to know what the heck it wants right. by... It gooing and gying. Like, I don't know how you know that, Emily. That's fine. But guess what? I we can't have another one until I know that it can tell me what is wrong and therefore I can go fix it.
0: Right. So newborns just poop. Oh my s- gosh. They poop and sleep. So two things that are most important. I cry. Yeah. So they they eat, poop, and sleep. So two the two things that are most important to a, a newborn is feeding it's you know, getting fed and being comfortable. Mm-hmm. And the only way it knows how to communicate when it's not, when it's hungry is when, when the baby's hungry is to cry Yep. either way when it. it's hungry or hate every bit of it. Yeah. So it just cries.
1: Yeah. I hate it. Yeah.
0: So when they get older, they can, you know, everything's a, everything's a dog. When they learn, just until they start talking, they learn one word and like, Oh, that dog, dog doors, a dog, everything's dog's dog. a dog. You're a dog. Mm-hmm. Everything's talking. a dog. Anyway, it's just as, as they grow developmentally, like, you know, they, they learn cognition and, and learn
1: how to process. That's yeah. That's amazing. why I like to vacation without them. Without my children, I, I know you love your children. And you like to vacation with them, but I'm like, nah. I want to get no, my I, wife on a beach in a swimsuit. Yeah, I actually don't like <laughs> vacationing with my children.
0: And if they if they listen to this, they're gonna be devastated. Man. Yeah, you know our kids are gonna listen to this someday, like hundred years from now. They're like, freaking jerks. Yeah, like everybody wants to do different things. And uh, yeah, yeah, And we, I, when we, I go on vacation, I have I have one or two agenda items. One of which is take cool pictures, and the other which is to Enjoy new scenery, you know, just just enjoy new new experiences. And uh, and they all have, everybody has a different agenda. I'm Always. not one to just sit on the beach and do nothing. It's like drives me out of my mind. I do kind of like
1: that. I, I like to do it for a day, a day or two. Well, sometimes I like to do it for like three hours a day. <clears throat> you know, not like a whole day, but that's one thing in Maui that we did a lot of is chill. It was good for my brain. Right,
0: right, right. You probably had some space to process a little bit.
1: Which can get scary sometimes. Yeah, but I,
0: I know you, and it's, it could be frightening. It could it be, frightening. be scary,
1: but, uh, you know, I just want to tell my kids you're welcome for all the trips I did take you on, and you're welcome that I shared my wife with you. Exactly. Judas Priest. No one told us about that, did they? No, they did not. You know, it's, it's
0: funny because as soon as you have kids, you'll be second forever. <sighs> you'll never be most important
1: again. No, 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 no.
0: Every man has to go through that experience.
1: Maybe Bo's learning that now. Oh, yes, he is. Because you can't tell somebody that and then exp- you just don't get it until you do it. Yeah, you don't. No. Ugh, I had, yeah, That reminds me of a divorce action I had this week. And, and, and he filed for the divorce before the baby was even born. Not my client, the other client. And then he's like asking for 50-50 custody right up front. I'm like, dude, you know, this like baby breastfeeds, right? How the frick are you going to do 50-50? Yeah, that's weird. Some people just need A lot help. of people have weird expectations. I think a lot of people are just trying to set up their next family and look good to the opposite sex by saying they want fifty fifty custody, just a personal opinion.
0: <laughs> That's fascinating. Or right, the, the whole notion of my <laughs> starter wife and you know, like this kind of yeah. thing is just really bizarre to me. I've been married for thirty one years and I don't think I want to try to, oh crap. to stop you, this don't, one and start. He's gonna
1: get home. us back on our unconditional love <laughs> argument. <laughs> Yeah, which I think has been honestly the most talked about comment from people so far on our podcast. The
0: unconditional love
1: thing. Yeah, like always coming to me. I had a guy this last weekend when we were in St. George. (coughs) listen to our podcast. He's like, I just loved that podcast where you and Sam were arguing about unconditional love. I thought unconditional love existed, but now I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it does or doesn't. Like he was really processing. Yeah,
0: I think it. I think it exists from deity, right, from God. But it doesn't exist. I'm like, it's really hard to get a mortal to. You have to really drive out all notion of evil mm-hmm. in your spirit to That's love what you unconditionally. Said yeah, That's what you said earlier. It's not. It's like voice. Mother Teresa.
1: I used right, Mother you did. Teresa you as did. an example, right? You did, but you believe that moms can have unconditional. Well, plans. they can. I'm not even going to listen to this again. Really not. I'm not. There's no freaking way. I'm gonna go on to the next quote. You go.
0: You go on to the next because
1: quote because we all know that's bull
0: crap. Okay. Uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> the impediment, the impediment to action advances action. The impediment to action advances action. So you know what? thought came to my mind the first time I read that, which was like 25 minutes ago. Starting my law firm. The impediment was starting it and figuring out how to be successful. But it also advanced, it advanced action to make that possible.
0: Ah, that's fascinating. So uh, what, you know, what I thought, when I took karate for three years, Mm -hmm. like hard, hardcore, old school, kind of crazy karate from like a lunatic. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, what I learned was that um, it was called the Waru method of karate. And what you did is someone, as you learned when someone was going to put energy to strike you, you took the. As the strike was coming into you, mm. you moved your body so that you could take advantage of the movement of the strike mm. and capitalize on it. Bam! So it, it, it's like you used their momentum to damage them. <laughs> Judas, and it's like oh, the impediment to action. Their you know their attack is though is um. Is the, what's the second part of this? Uh, The impediment to action advances, advances action. So they come at me and they try to, you know, slug me in the face or whatever. I'm going to move out of the way and I'm going to shoot them to the forehead and knock them silly, knock them out.
1: But see, see, the thing is, I look at you and I know you and I'm like, you could take the hit and then kill them. Yeah, that's true. Like Like you don't need to advance anybody action. Because you I, are the action. It,
0: it was the kind of, it was the, kinda, it was oh, the, the zen thing. It was like crap. the whole kind of yeah, zen yeah, thing. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, I would do this the, I the yes, I would
0: break the. I, I broke some boards <laughs> in half and cracked some bricks, and you know, learned how to knock the living. I just shit don't think you people.
1: needed karate to figure that out.
0: Yeah, probably. I think karate was like it helped me just like focus my rage a little bit more.
1: Yeah, now I believe that. But how don't think you need a karate figure out how to freaking break some
0: bricks. Well, you know, you see this in like an MMA. If mm. people have like abuse or terrible childhood, they have this rage. Yep. Which is an impediment. And if they become an MMA champion or whatever, then.
1: It advances actually. It
0: advances their career.
1: Jeez. <laughs> yeah, my son that, That's the NFL right yeah. there.
0: My son Bo has a good friend. He was one of the best high school athletes I've ever seen. His name is Tanner Hines. And Tanner is an MMA fighter. Mm. And, uh, and he, you know, he, uh, it's funny cause we, we love to go watch him and him just beat the living shit out of people. Oh my gosh.
1: <laughs> you got to have a different, um, not personality, but a different type of like, I don't know what word I'm looking for, but you have to be not only so tough physically, but just so tough mentally. It's almost like you can, he- to know you're going to take these hits or take this problem or take these physical beatings, but also have to stay in touch with your brain on how to beat the other person up within that rage and that pain and everything else that's going. The adrenaline—you have to know how to manage all of that. Yeah, it's not just to go out there and rage on someone
0: else. No, it's actually uh, the best fighters are not the most angry. Right, the best fighters are the most focused. I'll tell you. What's most the boxer's focused.
1: name? What's the boxer's name that fought uh, Conor McGregor?
0: I don't know, but McGregor just recently. Yeah, the MMA fight and then McGregor knocked him out. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, in about 40 seconds, 30 seconds. Yeah, he minutes just or kicked
1: something. his ass. No, but the boxer. No, I forgot his name, but he's posted a picture recently of him all up in Louis Vuitton, like everything. Louis Vuitton. No wonder he got
0: his butt kicked.
1: No, he won. Oh, he... It was a boxing match, though. So remember when oh, May- okay. McGregor. McGregor lost. Right. In the boxing match? Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, I know. Oh.
1: God, why is that? I'm just skipping my brain. But, man, he was decked out in Louis Vuitton. I can't remember who that dude Why was. is that box? Bu- I, I know everyone listening is like, you know, saying his name right now. We're just the idiot. Yeah, well. Man, we'll screw you guys. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> don't care. They don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I did pay per- pay-per-view to watch it. Yes. right now.
0: And Conor McGregor made, what, $20 million? Something? No,
1: they said like $300 million
0: Oh, good Lord. You on
1: that boxing cool. match.
0: You got, and then, and, and he, he didn't win, but... But he
1: made $300 million.
0: Yeah, but he didn't make a fool out of himself. No, he, he lasted okay. like eight
1: rounds or something.
0: Yeah, yeah he, 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 landed, he lasted more than most people thought he would last. Oh,
1: I just had his name on my tongue. <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> is going to drive me it. nuts.
0: Yeah, you'll think about it.
1: Screw all of you right now that are saying it. I don't care. <laughs> I don't freaking care. That's funny. Oh, my gosh. I do not. Have you tasted Mountain Dew Zero? No. Did you see their commercial on the Super Bowl, Mountain Dew Zero? I don't think I did. Oh my gosh, it tastes like the real Mountain Dew. There's no funky aftertaste.
0: Oh really? I got in trouble on that because I was making comments about the, the commercials that oh, objectified Shakira. women. Well, the commercials. That, it was funny. <laughs> it's the commercials that were all about girl power, and yes. then the halftime all objectified women. It was like Shakira and um, but and um,
1: is it objectifying women? That, well, that's was a, a great great They but were like, shaking
0: their booty, like um but men
1: men wear tights lopez, in the nfl jennifer, and they freaking shake their boots after know, they make a jennifer, touchdown. i know jennifer mm-hmm.
0: lopez and shakira was just all about shaking a booty and doing the dancing and dancing on the uh, pole yeah. and yet but yet the commercials were all about girl power and girl empowerment yes. and all the kind of kind of stuff and and i thought the i thought it was a strict it was like a real big contraster I, I thought it was fascinating and i started making fun of the the women doing all the, you know, provocative dancing and singing. I wasn't
1: making fun of, I was watching.
0: Yeah, I was watching too, but <laughs> my wife did not get, uh, Miss Kim was not happy with me.
1: Neither was Emily. She was angry and
0: I got in a shit ton of trouble.
1: Well, can I just, can I give you my theory on J-Lo?
0: Yeah, the 51-year-old smoking hot dancer mm-hmm. singer chick. Yep, who, yep. Whose that daughter, short. by the way, was an incredible vocalist. Oh my Unbelievable. gosh.
1: Unbelievable. Great. Uh, <laughs> J-Lo's an alien. That's <laughs> like, she's straight alien. Nobody looks like that at 51. Only, uh, only A-Rob would know if she's an alien. Around, oh, does right? she do like stem cells like every day? <laughs> I mean, seriously. She is very young looking. You know? 51? Yeah, she's beautiful. I would date her in high school. Oh, she's, she's a beautiful woman. I'm like, dang. And her, Shakira, did you see Shakira do that tongue thing? Oh, that. she
0: was doing, it's a, like a, it's a Mexican, it's a Mexican ritual thing. Oh
1: my gosh. But have you seen all the memes, like on Twitter and stuff about Shakira doing that tongue thing? The first one I read was like, Shakira, uh, you okay? You sure you're okay? <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, what I loved about oh Shakira, she's playing the electric guitar, she's doing the drums. and, and Those Matt hips one, don't lie. She is one, she is one oh talented musician. It was like... And she's smoking hot.
1: I wish that halftime would have been when I was like, like 18 to 25.
0: Oh, it would have been perfect for that time. Yeah. Just me and my buddies. after marriage, you're going to get in trouble
1: for that yeah, halftime like show. Yeah, like 18 to 25, I would have probably watched it 50 so times. So how
0: can the impediment be the way in the halftime show of the Super Bowl? How can the
1: obstacle... Okay, I'll give you my theory yeah. real quick off the <laughs> cuff here. Here, here <laughs> how that impediment can be the way. Or advances action.
0: Yeah, that impediment can advance action.
1: When, And this is a serious question. When are women going to realize that not only are they so strong, smart, everything, like they can own the business world, but also that they're beautiful and there's nothing wrong with being both?
0: Yeah, I, 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 my whole life I've been very attracted to and love to be around smart, beautiful, powerful women. I married a smart, beautiful, powerful woman. You married a smart, beautiful, powerful woman. Yes. And um, they don't intimidate me. They uh, I admire them. I admire I admire their form and their beauty. I admire their intellect and I admire I I I, hmm. I, I admire all the, those kinds respect. of things. Respect. Yeah, I respect and admire them. And I'm a little scared of mine. Um I'm a lot scared of okay, mine. Okay, good. I'm glad we're being honest. I'm a lot scared. Yeah, I don't think Kim's ever gonna take a stealing knife and stab me to death in the bed, but <sighs> Emily might. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what, man. Do not tell Emily, uh, Emily's child, to not stop throwing a stick at um, oh my gosh, That was the funniest oh damn thing. Gosh. You should tell everybody about that. It was oh funny. Oh, my
1: gosh. Emily was on the phone at the soccer tournament, and Henry, or Hendrick, our youngest, four, is throwing a stick at this little kid. And the dad mouths off to Emily, number one, you don't do that to Emily. Not to Emily. No. And he's like, hey, uh, the kid's throwing stick at my kid, acting like he's a dog. Oh, Emily then wants to say this. She doesn't, She's but she comes to me and she's so fired up that she's about ready to go let that guy know. Hey, sorry your kid looks like a dog, and therefore my kid's going to throw a stick at him. Mm-hmm.
0: Emily was not nice about she it. She was not nice. And then she added the whole looks like a dog and probably has rabies just like you. <laughs>
1: yes. That's what I'm telling you. I'm a little scared, oh, but guess nice. what? Women can be beautiful and powerful and,
0: and dangerous and dangerous,
1: <laughs> except I thought it was a beautiful, not a beautiful. I shouldn't say that, but a good contrast in the sense of listen, women, we've started wars over you because of your beauty, except that, but also accept that you're beautiful, powerful, smart, intelligent. Like, you know what we need on this show just one episode of like a good, strong-willed feminist. Oh, that would be fascinating. Yeah, and then we can just like go back and forth. Oh, that would. Do you know any feminists? I know too. I just get that out of my head. We're gonna get one. That'd be cool. I would love to hear their perspective. I'm fascinated by. We'll by go, We'll just have an episode on the halftime show and all the commercials. The
0: con that the paradox. Yes, yeah. that's a very big dichotomy right yep. there.
1: Yep. Roy Jones and, Jr. Boxer, boom! Yes, yeah. I told you it was. It would come. Oh, yeah, that's
0: but. who it was. Joined,
1: yeah, Jones Jr. Yeah, yes, see, there you go. Woo. That's a okay. We're getting a
0: feminist on here. That's that's a that's a great idea. Oh man, that'd be great. We'll have some. We should make a T-shirt. Yeah, we should make a shirt and a hat, like uh, you know, kind of girl power thing, and it would mm-hmm. be awesome. Oh, I agree. And 100%. have the feminists help us, and the, whoever we invite, help us design. Like help us design it, and then like donate some money to some. Huge woman Done. organization. Done. That would be fun. That would be Done. Fun. <laughs> Done. You know, we're fairly
1: conservative. It'd be really fun for us to do that. because I think so. It would stretch us a little bit. It would stretch us. I just, I would love to hear how you can't be beautiful and intelligent. Yeah. How does that? I mean, like. Like sexy. I should say beautiful because beautiful you can take as whatever, but yeah, sexy. Yeah. Sexy and smart? Well, no, sexy and intelligent because smart to them is like, eh.
0: Okay, sexy and intelligent. They yes. don't think you can be both,
1: or you... I don't know.
0: I think you can be both.
1: Well, I know you can be both. I've seen it. we all both. Life. Our wives are that.
0: They. They are. They Boom. Are. Boom. Yeah. Like that. Feminist. Drop
1: the mic. Boom. Yep. Boom. Uh-uh. Um. I don't know if we have any women listeners. Even. We probably don't. No. But goodness gracious, it's been a crazy couple of weeks. Whatever. Judas. It's been like a month, hasn't it?
0: Yeah, it probably has. It's the first week of February or second week in February. I
1: really like the idea of getting that Super Bowl thing with the feminist. Oh, there. that would be so much fun to talk about. Yep. We're going to drop the spring stuff, though. And it's better be ready for you. you. Better buy some of it so we can keep doing all this crap. Yeah. What so, we what kind
0: of, what, what, what are we thinking about these spring drops? I mean, do we have any theme? Do we have a theme?
1: you'll see, hopefully they'll see the theme. I think we'll talk more about the theme as we go through the spring. Yeah, right. Um, I think there'll just be some things that are just what we like. Right. But then they will obviously as always have purpose and why we drop them. Right. Um, Sam has a, a really cool, um, what do you want to call it? Book or.
0: Yeah. It's like, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, yeah, it's called getting to clear. And mm. the very first thing to get to clear is this idea of becoming aware. And, um, Ignorance is the enemy of choice change and achievement and we have this cool symbol that is that's really cool it's, I mean, it's awareness, right? So yes. I think I'm thinking about just designing having someone designing a, a shirt with like or right, I've already done the hats. They're great. Right.
1: The hats like are I'm having
0: the, I have a hat right now with that the symbol on it Yep, and you guys can't buy it. Yeah, you can't because it's exclusive, but yeah, and then on the back or in the front maybe have um, Ignorance is the enemy and then that's awareness
1: that could be sure. cool that would be really cool. That'd be sick. I've, I've designed three shirts. I haven't showed Sam yet with his cool. clear symbol. Oh, I've been, I'm, I sent you all my symbols. Yeah, I'm like, I'm right, I've got three designed I was right designing
0: there. one today, but I'm like, I didn't feel the mojo. No That's, good mojo. You've got
1: to be in the right place. you got to have creative mojo. Yeah. The, which you is. No mojo. Yep. Yeah, you got to have it. Otherwise, yeah. Otherwise, you just need to go back to Maui. Oh, absolutely.
0: So just getting back to this awareness thing. So we like to say awareness is a. Uh, Is really one of our key human traits and we think that um the things that make up awareness is the desire to know the ability to see the fortitude to do and the courage to
1: be that's what builds awareness in people oh my gosh we could have 10 episodes on just that yeah we could
0: we I, i we call it no see do be no see do be awareness no see do be and on the back of the hats is no see do be and on the front is the awareness signal Symbol. It's just sick. Uh,
1: I love the awareness symbol.
0: It is just, it's like, it's like sort of a hieroglyphic, hieroglyphic mm-hmm. kind of image. It has this kind of aged wisdom look to it. That's very sick.
1: And it's a circle. Can I tell you why I like it? It's a circle? Because it's eternal. It's eternal. It's a circle. My
0: friend, Treon Muller created it. Yeah. Well, he did. He just show. drew the damn thing. I was like, this is yeah. the sickest damn thing. We're putting it in our book. It, the book's going to be called getting to clear. And, um, uh, I'll tell you recommend. when it's going to be released. We're working on it. It'll be done in the next 90 days and we'll probably publish it. Probably take another three to six months to publish. It'll be, it'll probably hit shelves on the fall.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I, I love everything I've heard about it so far. Love. And it's right on.
0: Yeah. Well, we have, uh, we
1: have one of these getting the clear guides right here, right? No. Yeah, you do. The guide. Dang.
0: Right. So we're doing, um, I'm doing a, we've redone this guide. It's going to be, it's going to be better than it, this one is. And it's just going to be sick as can be. But anyway, we're pretty excited. Sam about Sam is so good. Like
1: I'm big picture guy. I'm like, I'm like five thousand foot level, and Sam is good at the five thousand foot level. But he's also good at getting down to the nitty gritty, like making books and writing them and doing those kinds of things. Yeah,
0: moving us forward. Yeah, you know, moving no, I'm not things good at that. forward. Yeah, I'm not good at that. You're a great idea generator, ideation guy. Yeah, I'm just not. Right. I'm an executor, and I like to fight verbally. Yeah, you love you love argument. You love point. You know, love you love type counter type, right? Yes. Um, You love this kind of opposite things because in it's 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 in the opposite opinion and viewpoint that that uh, builds fascinating discussion because it makes you think. Mm -hmm. It builds intelligence. It really does. That's how intelligence is built: is by thinking, using your mind. Mm -hmm. Um, You can have you know countless useless facts in your brain. It doesn't do jack for you. No, it's very true. <laughs> you know? Very true. But once you learn those, uh, you, you have those facts, and you learn how to apply them or use them in a way that um, makes you think and makes you actively meet new situations and create. And then you're really onto something, building your intelligence. I was right. taught this by Dr. Phil Adler, one of my favorite professors at Georgia Tech. He was just awesome. Mm. He was a hardcore teacher, but I, to this day, I love him dearly. He's still mm. alive and. Lives in Atlanta. He's just a wonderful person. Beautiful city. Atlanta. UTL, baby. 404.
1: The hot land. hot <laughs> I'm taking you to a football game this no, fall. I need to go. So as we kind of end this, I want to give one recommendation. I, I don't know why I want to do this, but maybe I want to try and do this more. Either of a book or a magazine or a movie or something. But my recommendation is the Ottoman Empire... On Netflix, It's one of those documentaries, but then they have acting in it too, where they talk to professors and stuff and experts on Ottomans taking over what is now Istanbul. Ooh, which is Turkey, right? Yeah, I it guess. was like an eight-week siege. The Ottomans had tried like 27 times before this with other um, sultans uh-huh. to try and take this. Constant- Constantinople. Constantinople, right, yeah. And this fascinating... Fascinating, the Sultan. Have you ever been there? No,
0: I have. It's a very sick city. You. you need to. Go, we need to go there. It's the. I spent three days there in Istanbul, which yeah. is the old content Constantinople, right? right. And uh, it's the sickest city I've ever seen. They have these huge mosques, and they had the very first Catholic church ever built was there because Constantine was a Roman emperor there. Yep. Like it's just absolutely mind blowing, man. Well, it was unbelievably cool. Can you imagine what's
1: under the dirt there? Oh, it just has to be just unreal. Unreal. But that would be my recommendation. You need to go look it up. I'm totally on that. Oh, my gosh. It's amazing. I had no idea. No idea. And these things you learn about these ancient people in the history, and it's just fascinating. But the thing that's always great to me is that belief and faith moves you forward with knowledge and intelligence. And it's just fast. I think it's like four or five or six parts. Really? Seven uh, parts or I something. i check that out. Oh, it's awesome. So it's Netflix or? It's Netflix. It's on Netflix. It's done Nef- by Netflix. Netflix. Oh, very cool. So, Sam, I know I'm putting you on the spot here, but do you have a recommendation or anything like that? For a book or a movie? Yeah, or something that's inspired you in the last
0: well, month. This, this book, The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday, has really inspired me. Um, it just really talks about the practical ways you can take the barriers, the opposition, the challenges you have in your life, and turn them into good things. And he has a different approach to it. You know, he uses things like your will, your effort, and tenacity, and and I have a different philosophy around it. Like mm. to me, the way that obstacles become the way is more through understanding, learning, empathy to help others. So I have a little different spin on it. Um, but uh, absolutely fascinating. Very quick. Uh, very quick read. The obstacles, the way. The Timeless Art of Turning tri- Trials into Triumph. It's, it's not a long book. It looks little, <clears throat> but yeah, it's it really, looks powerful. Yeah, it's probably 35,000 words. It's not bad.
1: It's, it's probably, you can read it in two or three over hours. Over 500,000 copies sold.
0: Yeah, it's half a million. It's it's uh, it's done well. Hmm. Uh, like I, My encouragement for people to uh, to read that book would be pretty high. I think it's a good book.
1: Robert Green, who wrote uh, the Forty
0: Eight Laws of Power. Yeah, I wonder who told me to read those damn books. You ruined me for you life. You to get messed up? Read I those read books. every single mastery. Like I read every single one of his <laughs> damn books, and like, and all of a sudden I am just like this cold-hearted bastard now. <laughs> oh my gosh. So Robert
1: Green is the number one yeah. first quote he puts on here. Yeah, Forty Eight right? Laws of Power, like yes. you know, all all oh, this human nature. The oh. Oh, the human nature one's great, but this one's. He said a book for the bedside of every future, current leader in the world oh yeah of this book that Sam just gave the you the gr- obstacles the way
0: great leaders throughout history have been able to take obstacles and turn them into victories. President Trump has all his critics and I, I don't like him in many ways but but one of the things that he can do he can take the the fight against him And it fuels his fire, man. It's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Well, he's karate. He's karate. Just like you described karate earlier. He takes their energy. The harder things
1: get for him, the better and more powerful he becomes. It's the craziest thing. Can you imagine the History Channel in 60 years going back on Trump's presidency? (laughs) That is going to be a fascinating
0: watch. Did you tell me, someone told me today he retweeted something that had the effort in it like seven
1: times. I, I did not tell you that, but I know he erased a tweet calling someone a racist. It, anyway,
0: he just is uh, not a role. Um, his his critics say that he lacks civility. <laughs> you think?
1: <laughs> his intelligence is different. It's yeah. a different type of... No, oh, he's... But You he, have to call him
0: intelligent, but it's different. Yeah. People think he's stupid, and there's one thing he's not as stupid. This guy is brighter than people can imagine.
1: He knows exactly what he's doing. You can't win a doing. presidency and not have some form of intelligence. Yeah.
0: He knows exactly what he's doing.
1: Well, but it worked. Yeah.
0: And, you know... Whatever. It is what it is. So, so apologize for you liberal folk that we said his name because I know he's that's a big deal evil incarnate. But um anyway. Well we're let's we do not endorse him, Jack. Yeah, we don't we don't endorse, endorse anybody. We don't endorse political figures. And I'm not
1: gonna tell you who I endorse anyways, even when I do. Yeah, I
0: do, because you know you'll use it against because us. Because you'll one use this us against <laughs> us and then you'll charge us more taxes or exactly, something stupid. So. so we're going out, man, later. You guys have a great week. Peace. So
1: much better when to get
0: it is mm-hmm. so much better when yeah, we're together. together Yeah so